Yo, yo, another week, another fight podcast. As always, it's your boys, Mayron and Dave. How you feeling, man? Other than this booster kicking the ass. What did, what did Cameron say? I keep the boosters boosting. <laughs> Dead ass, though. Um, Yo, it's been an interesting weekend of fights. Like, it's been an interesting weekend of fights. It's been an interesting weekend of boxing Twitter. I feel like I want to start with, like, what I think is the main event of the, of the past couple of days. And that's Derek Lewis ending a man's life. And, you know, doing what he has to do for Rodney King, you know, <laughs> like, it's a wild man. That's a wild, wild boy. Yeah. I think if anything, that fight showed me, especially looking at his body, Chris Dawkins should just get in the gym and fight at 205. Yo, no way. Yeah. Like, there's no way he can hang with Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan. And, like, Derek Lewis just looked enormous. And Derek Lewis put that man to sleep to sleep he went limp like that was just another like another flawless performance yeah i don't know what the the ufc is going to do with Derek lewis i mean he's always good fun the thing is like he could be a gatekeeper he could be a well-paid gatekeeper and he's happy with that yeah, I don't think he cares too much about MMA as like a it's a sport a, no. from like a pure standpoint. <laughs> no, he does not. He's like I can knock people out, and they pay me money to do it. Exactly, and like he does say he wants a title shot, and maybe he deserves one post whoever. We gotta talk. Actually, we gotta talk about this whole Ngannou situation and that whole thing. But like, maybe he does deserve a title shot post this next round of things, or maybe a Stipe fight or something. But, like, honestly, like, feed them up the up-and-comers and and see if the up-and-comers can get past them. If they can't, then they ain't going to beat Francis or Cyril. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, it was cool. It was fun. I I, I just enjoyed that, like, minute. It was actually a good fight, I just think, yeah, I just think that uh, Doc is just, you know. 205, you're right. Yeah, I think 205 is where it's at for him, you know. He doesn't really have the frame. For it. it just looks like he just shows like he doesn't cut anything he just shows up in fights which a lot of heavyweights do but like he he looks like he could make 205 for sure and not only could he like yeah i think he'd, he'd be a lot better at 205 because like he can't handle anyone that's better than Derek lewis that's for sure because Derek lewis hits hard but Derek lewis didn't actually luke thomas made a great point about how Derek lewis was backing him up to the edge of the cage and was being smart about it but, like, Derek Lewis is smart. Like, he's not a dumb fighter per se, but he ain't as smart as a Stipe Miocic or a Cyril Gan. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get outsmarted by him, you're going to get outsmarted by them. But there was a whole other – the card itself was good. I mean, Bilal Muhammad did a good job. He did a good job. He he was yeah, beating up wasn't the boys. most exciting fight in the world, but, you know, he did what needed to be done. He did what needed to be done, and he did something that, like, People said couldn't be done against Wonder Boy. Um, so props to him. I don't, you know what I don't know what to do with is I don't know what to do with Bilal Muhammad. Because I don't think beating Wonder Boy at this age and in this in, in that fashion merits a title shot by any stretch of the imagination, but you can't give him someone ranked lower than Wonder Boy. So he wants he wants Hamza. He wants Hamza. He's been going back and forth about that. He also called out um Leon again. He like he he named a couple names, and I, I think the Hamzat thing caught the most fire because Hamzat like said something back. But I really think that Hamzat should fight Neil Magny because 
Neil Magny has been asking for him. Neil Magny is a higher than Leach. I don't see the point of a Bilal Mohammed Hamza Shamaya fight yet. Like that seems to me to be a waste of both of them. Um, it's not a waste of Hamza. It might be a waste of Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, but I also I'm not the I'm not the big. There's nothing wrong with Bilal Muhammad. I he's just, just fine. He's, he's, he's just not fine. championship level. That's the thing. So okay, this is gonna be my small rant on Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad can is not better at the things that is gonna make him beat any of the elite people. So like, he's a good wrestler, but he's not a better wrestler than Colby. Usman or even Burns. He's an okay striker. He's definitely not a better striker than Leon, um, even Wonder Boy, if they were when they were on the feet. I don't think he's necessarily better than Usman at this point either. Like he's definitely not better than Usman, and he's probably not better than Colby at striking. He is better than everyone else, but is he better than the top three guys? No, right? Like he's not, or he hasn't proven that yet. He hasn't had a win where he shows us that he's better than the top three guys. But I think you have I, – I would give him Burns, right? Because Burns needs a fight. Bilal wants someone ranked higher than him. He wants a title challenger. And if he could beat Burns, that would mean that he deserves to be fighting the, the top of the top in that, in that weight category, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't know what you do with him. I don't, you know, I'm looking at the welterweight rankings. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that he's better than any of the four guys ahead of him. Who are the four? Did I already name them all? Uh, Us- it's Usman, Usman Colby. Oh, five, technically. Yeah. Usman, Colby, Colby, Burns, Leon, and Luque. You know what? Make him fight Vicente Luque. <laughs> like, Luque needs art. Make, no, no, make him fight Burns. Make him fight Burns. Yeah, cause I was I like the Luke fight only because it's not like Luke can fight Burns. That's true. Luke can't fight Burns. Well, maybe Kobe, they would. I don't know. No, nah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, they might. Kobe wouldn't take that fight, right? Kobe wouldn't fight Luke. Not if you. Like, but who he would, would Kobe fight? Kobe has to fight somebody. He just lost the title. He's going to have to fight somebody else, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. This, like he can't choose. Masvidal. Sure. Oh, that reminds me. We didn't we didn't talk about this in the the pre recording. We have to talk about Jake Paul and Woodley. We do. We have to. I want to talk about Amanda yes. Serrano because I I I I have a huge boxing crush on Amanda Serrano and the way she fights. But we have like, to talk about both of them. I'm sorry. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um. But let's finish with this. So yeah, I think I, I think that's actually all I had to say. I don't know what to do with Bilal Muhammad. You say give him Luke. I say give him Burns. Don't Look, man, I'm all for giving the I'm giving I'm all for giving the fighters what they want. If he wants Hamza, give him Hamza. Dog, but if he gets starched by Hamza, he's never like you know what I'm saying. That's just another notch in Hamza. He wasn't getting a title shot anytime soon anyway. That's true. That's true. That is damn true. But if Hamza, I will say him, this though. Go ahead. The Leon fight makes more sense now than it did when they first fought. True. I wouldn't be mad at it. Also, didn't Masvidal drop out of the Leon fight? Doesn't Leon need an opponent? Uh, fuck if I know, bro. This is all weird. Oh, I want to say this. Angela Hill got robbed. She should have won. This is like the fourth time she's gotten robbed. And it's really disappointing because she's winning these fights. They're close, but she's winning them. And these judges are blind. 
and terrible. And I will die on this hill. Angela Hill has won three of the fights that she's technically lost that sucked. Yes, she lost the first round for sure. She got knocked down. You, you can't come back from that. But she won the other two. Um, there was actually a lot of good fights on this card. Uh, but just quick hits. Uh, Rafael Sunsau lost to Ricky Simone. Uh, Diego Ferreira lost to Matus Gamrot. And Cub Swanson won, beating Derek Elkins. And then on the prelims, oh, he the stopped Derek Elkins. Yes, which doesn't happen. Yes, that that is actually that's a that's a great point. And on the prelims, Gerald Gerald Mearshart is back after you know getting sent to hell. He beat Dustin Stolfus, who I don't know much about, but he won with third round submission. Um, Justin Taffa won, which is he's exciting to watch. I feel bad because Sajara Eubanks lost and she missed weight. I don't know what's going to happen to her. Um, I think the UFC might keep her around, but it was a 45 second KO TKO to Melissa Gatto. And I, that's, uh, that's not great. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, they cut less women than they do men. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping they keep her around, give her another shot. She's a really talented fighter, but it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, oh, and then the, the highlight of this card was Charles Jordan, uh, fucking keeping Andre Ewell to hell. I'm not sure if you saw that highlight. Like, it was at the end of the fight. They're, like, going back and forth, and Ewell kind of put his hands up, and when Ewell put his hands up, Jordan just, like, kicked him in the stomach and sent him flying. It was hilarious. Yeah. That was was, was crazy, man. Keeps her nuts. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much all that happened on this card. Oh, Raquel Pennington won, and Dante Mays. Oh, and Jordan Levitt. Shout out to him. Um, But, yeah, pretty... Pretty decent fight night card, to be honest. Like a lot of a lot of bangers. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this Jake Paul shit. Hey, should man, we start pound for pound king? Can it's we start steady. with Amanda Serrano or should we start with Jake Paul? We can start with Amanda Serrano. Start I mean, with some real fighters. I will say this. I will say this. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no reason why Deron Williams and Frank Gore can fight three minutes, but Amanda Serrano cannot fight three minutes. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It makes absolutely no sense. Yo, it's a fucking shame. The fact that Amanda Serrano has such a high KO percentage with two-minute rounds, if she had three-minute rounds, she might, one, be undefeated, and two, probably would have a 90% knockout rate. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times where I've seen women survive her fights, it's been because the bell. they're two-minute rounds. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much they're saved by the fact that they don't have another minute in there with her. So Clarissa Shields is the best woman boxer of our time. But I think Amanda Serrano might be the most exciting. That woman's – she just fucking goes for it, yo. And she's – it's not even like – because I saw some women's fight the other day. It was on the same day. I don't remember what card it was. I think it was a zone card. And I was like, this is a terrible fight. Like, technique-wise. It was mm-hmm. terrible. And it's like, you will look at Amanda Serrano. She's incredible. She's so good. The thing is, she doesn't have great... Her offense is her defense, right? Like, she doesn't have a lot, necessarily, a lot of head movement. She doesn't use a lot of slips. She uses pressure. She uses... She uses... um like her hooks and she uses to a certain extent, like hip movement. And I, 
like I am in love with the way she fights. Like even watching her on the pads for me is like just like this is like this woman can crack, yo. Her like her three and her her rear hook and her hook combinations and the way she goes forward and you saw after the fight she barely looked like she had a scratch on her and the homegirl looked like like she didn't have eyes at that like at that point you know what I'm saying? She be boxing these women in Jordans, <laughs> son. It's nuts. And just she hates so hard. I was very, very impressed with the performance. I think, like you're, like you said, had they been three minute rounds, I think it would have been stopped much earlier. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny, she might be a better grappler. Yo, that's the thing. I was retweeting that today. She's great at jujitsu. She's meddled before. She's fought MMA. She's really like killing it. And she's just now becoming a millionaire, which is nuts to me. Yeah, she might. I mean, I think Clarissa might be up there too. Mm-hmm. But I think she's the only millionaire women's Woman? boxer. Yeah, I feel and like you know what? Not, for, not for nothing. Shout out to Jake Paul for that. For real. Yeah, yeah no, shout out to Jake Paul for that. He is really, Amanda Serrano and him have attached themselves together, like through the management thing and whatever. And he has done a good job promoting her and a good job of like taking care of her, right? Because it's one thing to promote somebody, it's another thing to take care of somebody. And it seems like to their tusk outside people that he has taken care of her. And he goes to, well, she's from PR, right? I think she's Puerto Rican. Yeah, but she's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, right. But they go to they go to PR. They've had camps in PR or like time in PR. And Jake Paul will go down there and talk to the kids and shit like that. And that's, I mean, listen, kids probably like Jake Paul more than like any boxer. So good for them, you know? But yeah, you good? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, I, I really like the way Amanda Serrano fought. I really liked that fight. It was a lot of fun to watch. So definitely like a fan. Been a fan, but definitely even more of a fan. And her MMA career yeah. is good right now. Yeah, I'm really pushing for her to get that Katie Taylor fight because that's probably like the biggest women's boxing fight ever. Yeah, it'd be fun. That'd be fun as shit. So... We don't have to stay long on this topic because there wasn't much to talk about. Go ahead. Talk about Um, the main event. Don't, you know, maybe it is just like a a combat sports thing. I don't know how Tyron really got hit with that shot. Are are you saying it was rigged? It's not rigged. No, no. He was (laughs) was asleep. Like, anybody that says that was rigged, even if it was, it wasn't rigged. He was definitely it was, not was rigged. And if it was rigged, like just playing devil's advocate, Tyron Woodley is an idiot for getting knocked out on purpose. But that didn't happen. So we're just going to move on from the rigged shit. Oh, knockout of the year? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it was a pretty spectacular knockout. I guess. I guess so. It was knockout of the year. Like, what am I, I going to say? But it, like, I think it, it deserved to be in the conversation. It was it, it was fun, man. Jake Paul's getting I, better I at boxing. This, I took this a lot a ser- lot more seriously when this first happened. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of like, it's whatever, man. If he's actually going to be knocking people out, it's nice to wake up in the morning seeing a f- highlight real knockout. It's fun. <laughs> Jake Paul is so funny. Um, listen, man, it is fun. And, like, he's getting better at boxing. You know what I'm saying? He's still boxing people that are undersized and not boxers, but he's getting better at boxing. 
Yeah, he got to stop wearing fake Rashawn Mills, though. Yo, that was nuts, man. I, that that page, first of all, is nuts. That Instagram page, that, like, <laughs> fake watch or whatever. But, like, do you think he really, like, that's, they just be wearing fake watches? Also, if you're going to, sorry, this is going to be a brief watch. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you're going to get a fake Rashawn Mill, don't get the fake of the ugliest one. Is that an ugly the one? Bubba Watson Rashawn Mill is the ugliest watch of all time. So but anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's a very expensive watch. So <laughs> fuck do I know, right? But I mean, sure. It's a very <laughs> ugly, expensive watch. I thought I was doing something with my little Apple watch, man. I felt good, but like it is what it is. So I do want to talk about this. Actually, one thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about why Tyron Willie is so bad at boxing because people seem confused as to why he's so bad at boxing. I've done this rant before. Tyron Willie will never be a good boxer. And the reason the reasons are various, but it boils down to habits. It's the reason that, and again, I've talked about this before on this podcast, but it's the reason that when we saw Floyd and Connor fight, fight, we saw Connor had the twitch to throw a leg kick. Tyron Woodley has a twitch to stand like a wrestler um, because all his life he's been wrestling. And in any situation where adrenaline is pumping through him, he's you will revert back to the level of your training. You will always revert back to the level of training. That is not just combat sports. That is anything in life. However you practice is how you will perform. Like whether that's at your job, whether that's walking down the street, whether that's cooking, whatever it is. And Tyron Woodley has practiced being in a wrestler stance and doing wrestling things his entire life. That's why even in MMA, he was a terrible striker, except for his right hand, because he, he performs to the level that he practices at. And so the reason Jake Paul will never fight Anderson Silva or someone like that, right? Someone who could be competent at boxing. The reason that he'll fight, you know, Ben Askren's and Tyron Willis, he won't. He he's won't. Speak, he's in talks to fight Chavez Jr., We'll see. I don't believe that's going to happen, but we'll see. Like, I just don't think it's going to Chavez came out and said they offered him three mil in pay-per-view points. Didn't Chavez Jr. just get knocked out by Anderson Silva like a month ago? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know if Chavez Jr. is considered a competent boxer, but he literally got knocked out a month ago by a 50-year-old Anderson he, Silva. He, he, he was at one point a world champion, a legitimate world champion. That's great at one point, but I'm saying if you get knocked out by almost 50 year old Anderson Silva a month ago, like, I don't, I don't think you're going to do great against Jake Paul either. You know what I'm saying? Let's not pretend that Anderson Silva is not knocking out 99% of the world's population. That's agreed, Dave. Agreed. But so is Tyron Woodley. Like the point is like, like the thing is the, the point I'm trying to make here is Tyron Woodley specifically will never be a great boxer because he is literally he is trained not to box. You know what I'm saying? He's trained mm-hmm. to wrestle and two years of like half-ass boxing practice cannot override those 20 years of habits. And I actually think that's how he got knocked out. But no, not I even because of the stance. I think the faint that he fell he was for, shoot. kind of, he kind of looked like he was about to shoot. He or was going like to shoot. Defend a takedown. Yeah. He was going to shoot when, when he went for the, Tyron Woodley's brain in that moment is like, go for a double. Blast double this game. He never saw the shot coming. You know what I'm saying? Two years of boxing training can never override 20 years of something else. 
Like you can't wake up one day and like decide you're good. At, I don't know. The, I've made my point. Anyways, is there anything else you wanted to hit on this fight? Um, no. Do you want to talk about Deron Williams and Frank Gore? Yeah, let's talk about that. It's a different fight. What did you think of that? Uh, I didn't catch most of it. Um, but going in, I said Deron Williams was going to win because it just made more sense to me. And he runs an MMA gym. Yeah. <laughs> and he trains too. He does train. He, he trains, yeah. Um, I think I'm over this like spectacle fight thing in terms of like this. Jake Paul's a little bit different because those are like sanctioned fights and like they're not 60 even even if he's not fighting a real boxer I think there is still an element of danger that he is putting himself into because like we said Tyron Woolley would never be the best boxer in the world but he could always land that overhand right 100% that overhand right is putting anyone around his weight to sleep and Tyron Woodley in fairness to Jake Paul is a fighter right Deron Williams and Frank they don't fight. <laughs> I do appreciate the fact that he said that he was going to be boxing to the professionals after yeah. the fight. So. Deron Williams seems like he has his head on straight. I don't know what how they convinced him to do this. I think he probably, you know, sometimes fun? I feel like these guys fun. just want to do it. Yeah, I think for fun. Like, same thing, same thing like, with Ojo Cinco, right? Like, Chad for Johnson fun. was yeah. like, I just want to do it. Yeah, for fun. And I think Deron Williams, you're right, trains enough that he was just kind of like, eh, fuck it, why not? Four I rounds. Of, I can do four rounds. I feel kind of bad for Frank Gore because it was clear at some points that he wasn't expected to get hit. <laughs> He's just like, oh, wow, I'm getting hit in the face. <laughs> this is not like getting tackled. It's also funny to watch people who don't know boxing, like talk about boxing. Because, you know, they did a lot of pad work previews on Showtime, oh, like on okay. Twitter and stuff. Got you. And like people were like, oh, Frank Gore is punching really fast so he's okay. like deron williams is like very methodical with it yeah and it's like i'm like over here like deron williams technique it looks way better <laughs> everybody else is like but look at look how fast and like look how strong these punches are. i'm like no bro you gotta look at the you gotta look at the technique first of all you shouldn't even be looking at bag work or pad work to judge how someone's gonna fight in the first place at all <laughs> but if you do choose to look at the technique and not the flashiness i'll give y'all a quick hint if their hands aren't coming back to their head after every punch you ain't gotta worry about them <laughs> like that that's the exactly. quick hint that is the quick hint for people who are like well how do i evaluate pad work or bag work that is the quick hint if their hands don't come back to their head if they come back to their hips you ain't gotta worry about them like you ain't gotta worry about them in the street like don't worry about them you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah man so that was that that was that that was that spectacle what other boxing happened this weekend because there was other boxing right uh let's about some real boxing are yeah. better beef and marcus brown oh yeah better beef uh knocked him out yeah that was exciting i think i'm willing to call marcus brown a, a dirty fighter because it was out of the ring antics or because it was in ring antics well, yeah, out, we're not talking about the <laughs> okay. He's a piece of shit outside the ring. But Got it. He gave Better Be the same cut he gave Badu Jack. Like, same. Same cut, yeah. yeah, yeah. That the Badu Jack one was definitely deeper. Because it was Badu Jack's was, like, across his forehead straight down, same, right? It was the same place. 
Same place. I thought it was okay. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was like, yo, like, how do so you, you land the same? How do you, you get think the, it's it's the same cut? Yeah. Um, but you know, that being said, I actually thought Marcus Brown looked good. And from what I saw in that fight, I'm actually kind of confident that if Canelo were to fight better beef, I think he would win. I don't know if he would stop him, but I think he would win. So if Canelo goes takes, because Better Beef has a belt, right? Two belts. And the ring belt, I think. So if Canelo takes the belts off Better Beef, what does that mean? He would be a unified champ at 175, two-time champ at 175. He would also be the lineal champ at 175 because Vostick beat Adonis Stevenson, who was the lineal champ. Um, I don't know. I think he was lineal at 154. I'm not sure if he was lineal at 60 or 68, but yeah. So is Canelo higher than Pacquiao? On what? On your all-time list. Hell no. I'm just asking. Like, I, I, I don't know, like, where to rank him. If, if he does this, like, he seems like he's doing all the things. No, he's doing all. He's definitely on the all-time great list, yeah. I think. I don't think he's better than where? Pacquiao, necessarily. I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, he can't no, be better Pacquiao, than Floyd. Pacquiao started at 108, man. That's what I'm saying, right? So, like, he can't be better than Floyd. He can't be better than Pacquiao. I'm talking about, like, current. Not mod, like, He's the best of his generation. I would say that he's like the generation after Floyd. So is he Spence and Porter and Bud generation? Is that what you're saying? Like is so not for nothing. I actually think actually no, I would say Spence is the same generation. I was gonna say Spence might be a little bit behind Porter and Bud because they turned pro in like 08 and he mm-hmm. turned pro in like 2012, 2013. But yeah, I'll put them in the same. So yeah, I think he's part of that generation. So you got Nello, then Bud, then Spence. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if I'll put Inoue in that. No. I, I, he's a different generation, right? He's a little younger than them. He's like 28, so he's not that much younger than Canelo. That's true. That's actually true. He's 28. Because in my head, anyway, is the same generation as Tank in them. Yeah, I would say that's more... That's probably better. Like, but I'm not him, sure if Josh I'm Taylor. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if I'm biased because of weight, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if I'm in my head. It's just because, like, the weight thing. Yeah. But, no, I think I think Canelo's definitely in that, like, Bud Crawford. Generation. Gotcha. Generation of guys. He's definitely the best of his generation, as much as it pains me to say. Hey, is, uh, is Ugas and Spence going to be really good? It seems it like it should be, be really good. I like never, know, like never know with Spence because we don't know what yeah. he looks like. But post all the it stuff. It should be good. That should be fun. I right? respect the hell out of Spence for his no tune-up campaign. Yeah, that's there's there's no tune-ups here. Like Ugas is not a tune-up. Yeah. And Speaking I'm not of- getting into this whole but Crawford Spence nonsense that's that not has even been dominating my timeline for like the past. We're not going to talk about bro. that. We're not going to talk that about that because annoying. this is this this fight actually makes sense and it would make this the Bud Spence one better if Spence wins because then Spence has all the belts, right? Except for Buds. Yeah. So this actually I think adds to it. This should this should happen first in my opinion. 
You know what I'm saying? Like if if yeah, one, one of them one of them needed to fight Ugas first. Right. If if one of them has all the other belts, and the other the only one left is the you know what I'm saying? That's a great that's great for boxing. Right. Speaking of like no tune up fights, take it back to the, the UFC. You know, next week Calvin Cater is fighting Giga Chikatsky. Yeah, I might have to pull up. That that is nuts. (laughs) Yo, if y'all want some violence, watch the UFC next week. Because I just I checked it. I was like, yo, no way to talk about next week. And I'm like, that is actually nuts. Um, Is that on New Year's? When is that? That is no, no, Saturday, January fifteenth. I'm sorry, they skip a week. They skip a week. Oh, that two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Saturday, January fifteenth. And the other the the co-main on that is Muslim Shakalov versus Michael Pereira Lima, the guy that jumps around. Mm-hmm. So fun night. Maybe I'll yeah, host a thing for that. There's a PBC card on Christmas. Um, that's headed by Vito Malecki Jr. So I'm I will not be watching that. Um, there's also a pay per view on Christmas on New Year's. Okay, it's cool. Ortiz and I want to say Charles Martin. Okay, it's sure. Like 40, it's like 40 bucks. <laughs> All right, sure. I mean, I feel like... So was... here's the thing with that. So, and this is like chicken talk exclusive fake, but like Fox has a deal with PBC to put on X amount of pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't, I think it's six, and they couldn't do six this year. So this one is like to make up for that for next gotcha. year. Yeah, it's because there's be... three pay per views within the first month. Because uh, Keith Thurman and Mario Barrios, which is also announced, that's oh, on yeah. pay per view. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of fights announced. Keith Thurman, Mario Barrios, uh, Leo Santa Cruz is moving back down to 126 to defend his WBA belt. And then, like a couple weeks after that, Gary Russell is fighting Mark Masego. So I think, fingers crossed, that. The long overdue Leo Santa Cruz actually is a duck. He's the only person I will actually say is a duck. He's been ducking Gary Russell for his entire career. You calling somebody that fought Tank a duck? Yes. Yes. That was a cash out. That was a cash out. Godfather (laughs) Al was like, hey, Leo, I'm going to cash you out. Just fight Tank on pay per view. That's a nice thing to cash. I got you. You guys go sit down. I I named my son after you. I will do anything for you. I've kissed the ring and now I have to repay my debt. So that is what he had to do. So I think if they both come out of these wins with these fights of wins, I think they'll finally fight each other. That's nuts. Um, <laughs> yo, I didn't think Leo said a group would be called a duck today, but I guess it is what it is. But I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Like, I, I don't. This is a Leo Santa Cruz hate account. I, I don't necessarily disagree. I just feel like. After that tank fight, I I have a lot of respect for LSC, so that's kind of crazy. I don't. It was a ca- it was a cash out, man. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, he fought well. Who cares? It was a cash out. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You got it. You got it. For once, boxing is busier than MMA. Bellator don't even come back till uh, Saturday, the January 29th. and that's what the Bader uh, Bader's fighting the interim heavyweight champ over there. And I don't think one yeah, FC is back. He hasn't for, defended that belt in like three years. You know, forever. And I don't think one FC's got anything going on. I'll announce that he's fighting soon. So I think he's fighting Big Dash again. But other than that, I haven't really heard much from, from people. So I think trilogy? Yeah, probably. Because he fought, yeah, he fought Big Dash twice already. He lost once, he won once. 
Um, but other than that, I think it's been a pretty quiet on the MMA side. Boxing has been super busy. So that's been good to, to fill in the time. We got to do our year end awards at some point. I don't think we'll do it this episode. We'll probably do it in the new year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but do you want to talk about the Cliff Roll chicken talk? We don't have to. That was a great chicken talk. I would really want to like shout out to you know everybody involved in that. Shout out to you for being involved in that and for getting our podcast heard. I really appreciate anyone that listens, and we especially appreciate people who acknowledge that listen and give us feedback. Um, and that was such an insightful way to do the rankings. And I think that was a lot of hard work and I'm really impressed. That's really all I have to say. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the full article where he mm. has all of the breakdowns. Um, man, he's like a supercomputer when it comes to this boxing shit. Like people just ask him like, Oh, where did uh, this guy rank? Where did this guy rank? And he was the like, hypotheticals yeah. is what gets me. They're like, well, what if, he, what if this dude had won this fight in this year, how would it have affected his ability to be like, to go back to his Excel workbook and be like, yo, this is what would have happened is nuts to me. So shout yeah, to him. So I guess like the biggest news from that was that he said that Terrence Crawford moved up mm-hmm. and uh, Lomachenko moved in yeah. to the top 100. Uh, top 100, yeah. Which is also extremely impressive because he only has, what, like 18 fights? Right. I mean, they've all been championship fights, though, right? So like... Yeah, since the uh, second fight. Yeah, it's been extremely impressive, but also like... He's fighting literally the best every time, generally speaking. Yeah. And I think I'm just assuming based off of how I think his rankings work, he probably would have already been in it if he had beat Tio. Probably. You know, I'm going to ask him if he'll make it open source. The Not necessarily the, the rankings themselves, but some of the, some of the Excel workbook that he's doing, because I think that would be really useful to play around with for people that want to get into ranking their own things. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I'll shoot him a an act at some point but yeah that was a that was the weekend of fights and that's the weekend coming the next possible weekend coming up um definitely looking forward to that giga chikaske fight and there's a lot of good boxing i really am looking forward to see what thurman barrios looks like i think that's going to be actually a pretty fascinating fight it'll tell us a lot about whether thurman's actually retired or not yeah uh i know i just spent like two minutes talking about can't gather stuff from pad work but that keith thurman pad work was rough i know he had a weight vest on <laughs> but that was weight rough vest stuff. during pad work is also a very interesting choice i don't see a lot of people making that that choice you know what i'm saying yeah that's, that's but, a very uh, not choice. a lot of people are as interesting as keith thurman <laughs> shouts to the man with the ponytail but he cut it yeah i know former ponytail i'm sorry you're right he did cut it now he's just a regular dude Anything else you wanted to hit? Oh, I'm good, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think we're good for this week. So it's been quite a year. Uh, Again, we're not really ready to do our end of the year list. We haven't prepared them. But if you guys have any ideas of, like, what things we should rank, any interesting rankings that we aren't going to think of. So, like, I know we're going to do, like, who had the best fight of the year in boxing and who had the best fight of the year in MMA and who is the fighter of the year in each respective sport. But I think I want to take some time and think about some unique rankings that we could do to make it novel. So feel free to, to comment or add us on Twitter and yeah, we'll go from there. Peace and love guys. Yeah.